0: a Big Spark Studios original. It's Azra and Aisha and welcome back to All Access with Azra and Aisha and we are in a new setting because as you guys know from the probably last 10 podcasts of us talking about it <laughs> we moved so we're kind of changing up the vibe we're not going to be here permanently in like this exact setting but in the house we will be filming them so um, it'll be a different vibe I'm very excited it's Me going too. to be it's a uh, good little change for us and um, and, yeah, but today I think I, I came up with a really, really good idea for today's podcast to talk about because I do want to connect with you guys because most of you that do listen to our podcast are more of our, you know, dedicated supporters and you care listen about things that, you know, we talk about. So, um,
1: well, <laughs> I mean, true. they wouldn't be
0: watching it if they didn't. No, that's what I'm saying. So I decided to put up on my <clears throat> Instagram and say... Um, I want you guys to tell me anything that you guys are going through, whether it's relationship problems or, you know, your own issues within yourself or whatever. And we're going to give you some advice on what we think about it. Um, Let's just say that specifically in the category of relationships. We might not give the greatest advice because we aren't very knowledgeable. I I give fantastic advice. We both give very different advice. So it's interesting to see how we're going to tell you guys to react in certain situations that you guys are in. Very true. um, Yeah. And if you guys... Uh, don't follow us on Instagram. Go do that because if we do more of these, I want you guys to be involved in it. So yeah, let's look at the questions um, now. or the let's advice. Let's get started. Topics. Yeah. Oh, you got a lot. <laughs> not interesting. No, 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 not interesting. But like, um, uh, the things that seem to be problems for other people—it's crazy because like I used to think of those as my issues, and then like as time goes on and you deal with different you don't think, things, you you don't you're don't like, think of them as a big deal. I mean, your issues just change, and you're like, oh, maybe like that wasn't as big of an issue as I thought. Um. Well, I like this one. Hmm. How do you deal with fake friends? Ooh. That's a good one because I feel like we both have dealt with fake friends in the past. I think it's Um, also when you just grow up. That's like, I think when you're in your late teens, early 20s, I mean, you go through it your whole life. I think that's the main part of like, you're growing as a person. So you change a lot and then that causes the friend group to change or the people you hang out with. I also think that having people around you that aren't, this is when I started to realize that these friends were not supposed to be in my life and I should get rid of them. It's when you notice they're not supportive of anything you do or That's not even anything, problem. but like they don't support you in ways of like things that you're excited about or they or they try to sway you like your opinion on something like, you know what I mean? Like they should never try to bring you down. They should be trying to like uplift you. So I think that once you realize that our friends like when you're more like, I guess upset around that, not even upset, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're around that person and And it's not as comfortable, and you feel drained, that's how you know it's a problem. Then that's how you know it's not a friend that you want in your life that's benefiting you in any way. Not saying a friend should benefit you, but they should in terms of like your mental health and your happiness. So I I think think, when it comes to that, it's it's huge. Yes. I also think that what I've learned is I know when someone is a true friend of mine, when I feel at peace in their presence, when I don't have to talk to them, when I don't have to put up a front or prove myself I think that's something I used to do a lot which I'm sure many people do too is you feel the need to um make yourself seem a a little bit yeah make yourself Mm. seem like this person this grand person that can do everything and that's never upset and that you know doesn't have any problems in the world yeah but I think that once you can fully be 100% yourself and um just feel at peace in that person's presence whether or not you're talking with them that's when you know like that's like this person like could be in my life forever because you know, for me, honestly, a lot of the times, you know, we all have times where our, our social battery runs out. And I think when you hit a point where you're able to be in that person's presence and not feel the need to like, have oh yeah, them leave.
1: That's a, you know, like, oh a a like, yeah,
0: this is yeah. great. And it's really comfortable. So I think my advice is like, when you realize you're not, you know, fully being yourself or comfortable around that, then, you know, maybe like, that's not going to be a person that's in your life forever. Um, and like Osra said about the whole, like, um, you know, when you have uh, something that you're excited about or a passion and then that person doesn't support you. I think it's one of those things where it's like, um, uh, like you don't want someone doing better than you. You know what I mean? Oh, like jealousy for sure. jealousy. And I think that's a big thing in friendships. I think a friend should never be jealous of you. They should be happy for you. Yeah. they can be a little bit like, Oh, like I wish I was doing that, but they should never be like, Oh, like that's not fair. That's how you know, like there's an issue in a friendship because Obviously, my friends have like when I do something great or I accomplish something great, I want my friends telling me like I'm so proud of you. <clears throat> I don't want them to be kind of like, like why not me? I think that when, should never be a thing. In a, yeah, like, from a friend to friend. I think when we learned like mm-hmm. our true friends when we were younger was when we first started doing social media. Oh yeah, and for it was sure. like in the beginning, people couldn't help but laugh or make fun of it or this or that or this or that. And people are very you know they are entitled to their own opinion, but um, you know those people will stick by you. And then once we really started doing well for ourselves, you notice the people that are just kind of like oh like they're fake they've changed this that this that where um, all of a sudden they want to be your friend like I think once you make improvements in your own life that's when you can really see people's place in, in how and uh, how they react yeah because like you know how like so. some friends now it's like you never really talk that much in the first place but now that you guys don't talk they're always like wow like, did you forget about me type yeah thing. It's I'm like, like, like I don't like Like that it wasn't energy. a big deal before but now it's a big deal yeah because so. it's like yeah you you've just grown and become more successful I think when it comes to friendships as long as you should always be your, your first priority. It should be no one else. Um, and as long as you're doing that... What? I don't want you blocking your face. Oh. As long as you're putting yourself first and you're your own priority, the right friends will attract. So yes, I, I think that, that they, a friend should be benefiting your life and in the best ways. What? Is it that high? No, I was just looking at the screen and you're covering your chin. There you go. That's better. <laughs> I'm looking out for you. I forgot what I was going to say now. You know, we're going <laughs> to the next one because I, I forgot. You know, advice on having hope. You know, I need that too, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how to feel more confident? Is that a paw print on there? A what? A paw print? Yes, yeah, your cat. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, you really it? keep cutting me off. No, I'm sorry. Continue. <sighs> I really thought we were having like a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it barely started. I know. What was my question? I don't how know. to feel more confident? Okay. Well, that's something that I've struggled with, and I feel like we both struggled with growing up yeah um I still struggle with it obviously I don't think I I right now I do think I am the most confident in myself I've ever been in my life and why which, is that because I put myself first yeah like once I start once I stopped caring about what other, other people were saying were, about me and like to be honest since we moved to this new house how many people have I hung out with same three maybe three yeah and I think that has to do a lot with you know this was actually a problem because last night I, I, when I was trying to go to sleep, not going to sleep, it was like eight p.m. and I was like, I want to go do something, want to hang out with friends. Yeah, I wanted so you going to. Sagonia was do that. busy. Ariel's out of town, and then I called my friend Zach and he was busy. And I was like, wait, I really don't have that many friends. <laughs> and then that was kind of like me realizing like. You know what? That's not a bad thing. Like, my my circle has gotten smaller, which I'm actually so glad of because now I have people around me that actually care and love for me. Of course. So I feel like that was my first step to becoming more confident because when you surround yourself with unintentionally, like, not toxic people, but... The energy around you really speaks so loud for how you're doing, like, personally. Yeah. That's why I'm, like, once I started to prioritize, like, what do I want to do right now? What does Ozra feel like doing? You know what? What do I have to do? You, you know? know what it is? I was thinking about this um, a little bit ago. You know when you're in high school and then you think that, like, the more friends you have, the cooler you are? Oh, my God. Yeah. As you but get older, I think every person realizes that is so not the case. And the, pers- the people that are the most actually, like, genuinely happy in life are the ones that have a very small group because... You know, you give your all to that. I don't know. Sometimes I think about, you have those people pleasers that are, you know, friends with everyone and their mother. And as much as, like, that person can (coughs) be so great, I'm like, like, are you either trying to fill a void or, like, what's what's the reasoning that you're going out of your way with all these people, you know? That's why in L.A., you always hear people talking about it, like... There's, everyone's hanging out all the time. There's parties. Everyone's always together. People have so many friends. Yeah. But when they go home, they're alone. They right. have no one. Everyone in LA is so, so lonely, if you notice that. No, 100%. Are you doing be B-Real right now? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Did my phone <laughs> ring too? I have to do it. Chris, <laughs> you know what B-Real is? Okay, you're going to have to hop on it. Wait, let me do it right now. Okay, guys, we're leaving this in. If you're on B-Real, like, it's great. Okay, I posted mine. Wait, that was anyway. so quick. So, are you going to, okay, finish it quick, so I can get Continue. Well, what I was going to say is that we actually got a phone call from a friend yesterday, Sanaj. And I tell you that, man, man, he is like a brother to us. Like, from the day we came to LA, we met him like the first week, I think, at the compound. Yeah. He's literally the brother we never had. Like, you you can tell tell he cares so much for us. And, like, it's crazy. I care so much for him, genuinely, because he's only ever wanted good for us coming out here. And when he called us yesterday, I took the phone and I was talking to him because I think like you were on FaceTime with him. And I was talking to him for a minute and he was like, Azra, like, what did he say exactly? He said something about like, I can see through the screen like that. This is um, like you're glowing. Like you're, you're glowing. Happy. Yeah. Because I've never seen you like this since you've been out here. And that has literally made me so happy because I'm like, wow, it's actually being noticed that like I'm I've changed. Right. Like in, in the best way possible. People could take it negatively that I've changed. I think it's the best thing that's ever happened so far. Like, I'm so happy. And I think that the first step to being confident, like the question said, is like, putting yourself first. Don't care about anyone else's opinion. If they're your friend, they would stick by you. If they're not, you don't need them in your life. 100%. So I think that, you know, your actions, I mean, it won't even speak. I think it's the energy itself that will, like, speak. Yeah. Like, in confidence. Like, you don't have to do anything different. It's just, like, how how you outlook life and the people you surround yourself with it speaks so much more than having to say anything. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. I love that. That was beautiful. i thank Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm going to refresh this really quickly because, um, I'm sure more of you guys have sent in a couple of responses and I want to make sure I'm getting all of y'all in it. Um, okay. Um, people keep body shaming me. That's something that I think is, um, good for us to discuss because obviously we are, we are on social media and we allow judgment a lot. Um, whether it's you know through the fan, just anyone, anyone can have their opinion on you, um, and I think at the end of the day, everyone in this world knows right from wrong, and they all know that that is not something that anyone should tolerate. That's so funny, but I'm gonna, wait, you really I'm gonna before okay. I, you go, I just want to say one thing. I think that that also has to do with confidence a lot. If you're gonna let that affect you, um, I think then internally you have an issue with yourself, because genuinely, like. If someone were to body shame me right now, yeah, like, it will sting a little bit. I will get upset. But then I think about it and I'm like, I am so comfortable with myself and Mm -hmm. so confident with how I am as a person. And I know my worth and I know that I'm special and I know that I'm worthy of everything that it's easier to, like, kind of not let that affect you as much. I mean, it affected me tremendously. Of course. Yeah. The past, not now, I would say maybe two years ago, two, three years ago. um, Obviously, people's words hurt Mm -hmm. all the time. And what's even worse is, when family says it, I'm not saying my direct family has said it, but the, I think I everyone what, goes to why, family. I don't know why the people like, you know, back home, like when we go to Montenegro or something like that, the people that I barely knew, know, feel the need to comment on my body. Like when I went there this past summer, you could even tell Aisha, I literally cried one day at the beach because one of my neighbors, my neighbors in Montenegro, not even like a family came up to me and told me, oh, like you're getting big. And I was like, okay, like why do you have to point that out? And then I had my sister's sister and my sister's in-laws like far in-laws come up to me and tell me, oh, like you're gaining weight. And I'm like, you don't say that to my face. Like you don't say that to someone's face. I don't care what anyone and says. It, can, it doesn't have to be big. If someone goes like, oh, you're getting really skinny. Like even that, too, It's like in it any way. I think it's just you should never, ever comment on someone's body ever. I don't think it's right. I mean, if you're saying that they're look, they're looking good, that's great. But if you've not, if you have nothing good to say, don't say it at all in that situation. And then they can be like, no, that's a not a bad thing. thing blah, 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 blah Like. Everyone knows what it, how, you know, comments can be taken. Even yeah. when people are like comparing us to, maybe say it's not body shaming. It's like, oh, like Aisha's nose is smaller. Okay. Do you think I'm going to take, like, yeah. I think before you got like your nose and you were really insecure about it. Right. Yeah. Not saying that a lot changed with it, but yeah. when people would be like, oh, look like, the difference between your guys' faces is that Aisha's nose is smaller. Do you think that's going to make me feel good? No. Cause you're hurting her at the end. Yeah. It's like, I think that there's a way to go about things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everyone has an intention with something that they say or yeah. do. Like, I think also what was a big thing is when we first started, like, getting bigger on TikTok and stuff like that, yeah. there was a huge, like, there was so many comments. I think you remember, we went to Atlantic City one day. Yeah. Uh, we went with my mom. My yeah, I sisters remember And this. Kiara. And we posted a TikTok, and, like, you kind of, like, we were both, like, kind of standing far away, so you saw our full bodies, and, like, half the comment section is saying, like, basically, Oz was fatter than Aisha. And at the time, like, whatever, I, I was always, like, not fatter, I was always heavier than you by, yeah. like, 20 pounds, right? So I remember reading those comments and I went back to the room early. I literally started screenshotting the comments and like saving to my camera roll, like reading the back and like making myself more upset because people are commenting on how I look. Right. I'm like, I remember you got, you were so upset when I started, when I was doing that and I'm way past I think I went through your phone and deleted it because I was like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, why are you, why are you allowing, like there's 8,000, there's 8,000 good comments and the first five that you see that are just so like. Full you're going to screenshot and read like yeah first of all don't be saying that kind of stuff like it's not nice to hear like what if we said it to them you know what I mean yeah. but it's like you can't help but notice the things that hurt you yeah. you know what I mean that's just so the of body shaming I don't know if I have great advice on that I mean how to deal with it I think it has to do a lot with you like I said going back to the other question like prioritizing yourself of course how do you how do you feel about your body do you like it? are you comfortable with it don't change if you feel like, wow, I can improve a little bit. I can feel a little healthier. You know, I can feel better. Then improve it. It's all up to how you feel. Like, why are you going to listen to someone else's judgment? Because, first of all, some of, like, like, the most ripped people in the world still get body shamed. Like, Honestly, oh, like, I would, I see these videos it's and it's like these bodybuilders at the gym are the ones with, like, body dysmorphia. Yeah. And it's, it's so sad to see. Like, I saw this one it's guy. So guy he probably had, like, not even, 10, like, 8% body fat less. And it was, like, a video of, like, um, him basically saying, like, but I'm like the most insecure person you'll ever meet. It's so crazy. It's like, you know, because you feel like you have to people please. And that's just like, that's the one thing I realized you cannot live for is people pleasing. Don't try to make people happy. Even between us two. It's like at the end of the day, like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And it's like, as long as you're making a decision based on what you genuinely want or feel, then that's, that's the way you should live life. 100%. I could talk about this all day. Me too. Next question. Um, I broke up with my first boyfriend of two years. I've been struggling with intimacy for other people. That's an interesting one. Um, I feel like we both can't really talk about this one much, but I think that based on what I've heard from friends or just like in general, like what I think I would do, um, I think that's more of one of those things that you shouldn't be chasing. That should happen 100% naturally. Like if you're chasing intimacy with someone, then first red flag, why are you chasing it? Yeah. Like, you that should be should, comfortable that with that person so enough that it feels right. Right. Um, that's so. kind of, I'm not going to say much on that because yeah, I don't know I really what to say, but I just think in general, like, that shouldn't really be something you question. It should just yeah. kind of happen. Yeah. Um, how can I take you out? So <laughs> really, if you really need some advice, um, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh, I'm in a love triangle. I just read something about that. Oh, my that. gosh. Where Isn't was there? that one? Is that a good <gasps> one? <gasps> I'm in a weird love triangle, but I'm scared to catch feelings due to last relationships. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Wow. Catching feelings. Wait, so is this person into two people or is the other person into someone else? Is that a little love triangle? is? Yeah. Is it like that person's into two people or she... that other person's into her and someone else? I don't know. That's a good question. Let's take it as in she's into two people. I don't think that would be it. No. Maybe she likes two guys and they both like her. She's trying to figure out which one to go for, but she doesn't like it. Yeah, want right? In. So I'm guessing that's what it is. Um, um. Well, I think, advice on that. Committing is scary. Um, I, I think that having that trust issues and having that situation is very normal. And you go. Um, you I was gonna just going to say, I think, unfortunately, um, specifically LA, I think most people can agree when I say this, it is the craziest place to be in, because as as beautiful and as amazing and extraordinary as it sounds to most people, in terms of relationships, it is the one place where I think most people will never find it. Because first of all, you everyone sees like the homie hopping and this and that. And it's quite true. Like a hmm. lot of, every, it's like point, everyone's circle apparently everyone. is so small that, you know, five guys have to get with the same one girl. And it's like, I think about it sometimes and I'm like, I, maybe it really is just L.A. Like, yeah, it happens all over the world, like cheating. Anything, all, any type of stuff like this, yeah, it happens everywhere, but specifically L.A., it's like... It's everyone with everyone. everyone, yeah. and I'm just like... You're exposed to a lot of toxic people. I'm not saying just the guys. Girls are also oh, toxic. And no, right it here. definitely goes both ways. You yeah. can't definitely pinpoint on one, but um, going back to the question, what was it? Love triangle. So you probably just have trust issues from a last relationship. And that's completely person. understandable. Like, I think that when you find the one that person will be able to crack you like no other and to the point where you can open up and, like, trust that person. It's really hard to do, I think. Obviously, like, I'm going to compare it to watching Love Island. I was going to bring that up! Like, I, see I was and literally going to bring that up. Like, seeing their situation, obviously, like, in the beginning, Ekansu made a few mistakes with Jay. Yeah. And Davide was like, oh, but, like... Well, like, now I, kind don't of girl, like, yeah, I don't trust this girl. Yeah, I don't mean? trust her now because now I don't feel like a first choice. And now I feel like she just wants me because it's comfortable, blah, 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 blah. But you could tell they have such a connection that like, you know, the, the, and the communication is so important. Like you need to be able to tell that person how you're feeling. And like, you know, well, don't you think this then, I'm going to kind of take back what you said. Um, you say it should kind of crack with that person right away. I would say not in every instance. Cause if you're watching that show, don't you notice that a good chunk of the couple, couples yeah. had almost a basically falling out, but they're still like madly in love. So it's like, no, but I, think, I don't it's know. In I the think- back of their head in the back of your head, you know, I think. I think in the back of your head, you know how much you genuinely like someone. Yeah. But that might not reflect the actions that might happen in the beginning or, or catching feelings for someone. I think you need to be open with communication and ask that person how they're feeling about you. So I you also can think kind of know, like, I'm not not what to feel and what not to feel because of their opinion, because really it is up to you and how, you know, you take it. But that's a hard one. Like, being able to catch feelings for someone because you had, like, trust issues in your last relationship is just a very common thing in, I think, every relationship. Of course. Like, not just trust trust issues, but because of past trauma and past experiences, you never want to open, open up to someone and them to hurt you like someone did before. You know what I was thinking you know? about? I think a lot of it could also be um, that could help a person is intention. Um, oh, yeah. I think if, an, if someone's intention is not clear, then that's what really could lead you to... Uh, um, being scared. Yeah, I think that no matter when because you, start, you don't know if a person's going to use you, you don't know if a person's going to break your heart. You don't know any of that stuff. You know what I mean? You kind of just experience it. That's why I know people say it's early on to talk about this when you first meet someone. Like, what are we? I, I think, think that's very, very valid. valid. Yeah. I think it's valid. I think when you first start talking to a guy, let's say you go on first couple of dates, and let's say you're feeling him, he's feeling you. What are you? What's your intention? Mm-hmm. Do you want a relationship? Do you eventually want to get married? Yeah. If that person's like, no, like I'm kind of just trying to like like you know live life, but you want to settle down run because that person's gonna be wasting your time yeah so I think that having that question of like what are we even the beginning stages no matter how early it is is very very valid and you should ask you don't don't seem crazy for doing it I think that you definitely should do it I also will say this though I think that um shoot I just lost my train of thought but it was a really really good point I don't think you should be wasting your time if you don't know what oh what this, this is be. what I was gonna say you do hear those miracle stories of, you know, a couple that's broken up for years, right? And then 15 years down the line, one of them is probably, like, divorced with the from, like, an ex-wife, right? But they still lead back to each other. I think at the end of the day, as much as we try to take control of our situations, personally, I believe in, like, destiny. I believe that, like, our life is already written out for us. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe everyone has different views on that, but that's just kind of how I feel and how I was raised. Like, our lives are kind of written out and we just, we make decisions, but... You can't really change what's going to happen, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I think something that will give the most peace of mind to you if you're going through something like that is, at least how I look at it, I'm not saying you have to look at it like this, is realize that whatever is meant to be will happen and you can't change that. So whether or not it is that person, that's going to happen the way it's supposed to. And I think that's the one thing that kind of gives a lot of people peace of mind when they're going through something like heartbreak or, or being hurt by a guy or just any life situation too. Like even if you're just confused about what you're going to do for a living, it's like I just say like my life's already written out. Like I will take steps to move my life forward, but whatever's meant to happen will be, and and I'm okay with that. That's just kind of how I lo- like to live life. And, yeah, sometimes you forget about it, but it's good to remind yourself that that's, um, that's kind of important. So love that. Um, okay, this question I also want to talk about. It says, I don't want to disappoint my parents by not going to college, but I feel I'm wasting money. Ooh. Okay, so the waste money opinion part is is uh, not something that I think I can relate to because we didn't really like um pay for, we didn't pay for it because we got like college like whatever financial aid. But what I was gonna say about so that's that an interesting. Is uh, I'm gonna say it. something that's kind of controversial, be- but it is my opinion. Obviously, I do think college is a scam most of the time. But if you're doing something when it comes to medical, legal, that stuff, obviously you need to go to school. You need to learn about what you're really doing because can't just be a surgeon and not go to school and just like whatever yeah you get that but i'm saying for things like communications your own business i think what's bigger than college is networking networking i think that first of all if you have two people and one person went to college yes let's say they have a good resume but the other person has connections to people has on connections that business, to the boss of the company someone knows who they are from a family or like someone met someone that person's most likely gonna get the that position that's what i think i've seen it happen so many times before i've talked to my uncle about it even like Even our own, I had, like, our our, uh, finance teacher all throughout high school, Um, he was very straight up about how he felt when it came to college. He's like, listen, at the end of the day, like, it's solely based on networking. I agree. um, For a lot, for a lot of things, depending on what you're doing, obviously. But um, he would even tell us, he's like, I'm a teacher, I went to school, and I'm teaching you guys about finance, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not telling you, like, what to go, I'm not telling you that you have to go to school to become successful in life. Yeah, and then so, I did see a thing where it was like, like there was like, they named a couple people that are really successful and they were like, guess what? None of these people went to college. Yeah. I um, like, d- like- so I think depending on your question, depending on what your um, career goal is, what your long-term goal is, then I think that could determine if you should go to college or not. If you feel like you don't need it because you're trying to do something that's not like, let's say, in that medical field or anything like that, I say there is bigger thing. I think experiencing and traveling and meeting people will be 100 times more beneficial to you. Yes. And I do think sometimes college is a waste of money. You see people get out and they're in debt for years. What, you literally went to college to pay your debt off for 10 plus years? It's like, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah. Yes, you could struggle for a little bit after you get, like, you know, you're trying to figure things out. It's normal, but it's like, I don't know. I have my ups and downs with college. I, I also think that some think people that- obviously should go. I think obviously for some career paths, 100%. But I don't think for all of them at all. Last thing I'm going to say on this is I think um, bring, going back to the whole like financial part, that's the issue. I think it's super important to sit down and think about the pros and cons. Like, is it worth doing this? If, you know, you think about it and you're like, yeah, I'm going to struggle for a little bit, but I think it I think it's worth it. And you truly believe that then, yeah, take that risk. You might struggle for a little bit, but I think that's something that we all live to... Like, everyone lives to struggle. And then, obviously, like, that makes the greatest moments even greater because you can feel like, you know, when things aren't going well. Um, so, yeah, no, even we went through that. So it's important to just outwe- outweigh, like, the pros and cons. Yeah. If you realize that maybe, like, it's this financial struggle is really, really going to hurt you for more reasons than it's going to benefit, then maybe think about that. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's important to just... And listen, we all, we're all making life decisions. Nothing we do in life is you know perfect we all make mistakes I mean risk. and if you realize maybe I should have went college is always there right that's my biggest thing it's like when you get out of high school it's always like that's to go to college college will never go anywhere you oh and also this they stuff. said it in it that like they don't want to disappoint their parents I say this to that my parents um they expected a lot from us too when it came to Getting cool. an education and this and that. But I think if you're if your parents truly support what you're gonna do and, and they can see that, you know, you're passionate about something and that you wanna work towards something. It's gonna be a hard conversation to have. For definitely, sure. but I think that's a risk that you should be willing to take and if that affects it, like you anyway, gotta like either pick you gotta pick and choose your battles, you know what I mean. It's your life, not theirs. So. Yeah. so yes, it's so important to make your parents happy and make them proud. Like we're so big on that. And that's why like when we didn't when we wanted to stop going to college, we literally didn't tell tell our dad until six months after we did it and it was so hard for us, obviously, but at the end of the day, like he saw we were happy. He saw we were doing good. He saw like what the reasons were for us doing that. And, and that they he out became the the pros, so supportive, yeah, outweighed the cons. So I think that if you're, if you do it right, I think they have no reason to not support you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, a guy keeps texting me and then ghosting me over and over again. Should I just give up? Yes. <laughs> um, why is he going to text you and whatever when it's beneficial to him? Ew, get away. That, oh, I hate that stuff wow no, okay okay terrible. well I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now let's 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 reverse it I'm gonna put you in the shoes okay okay let's say you're madly in love with think of someone that you like really okay, like, genuinely wait, wait. like but she I feel like this person barely knows that person you don't know that okay what was the question what was the question there's a reason she likes the guy so much I doesn't matter if he gave her a reason to like him if she feels that way she feels a that guy way. keeps texting me and then ghosting me over and over again should I just give up well I'm just gonna play what is all- your attention What's your attention with that guy? I can I conversation. Gonna, just, I'll listen to me for a second. <laughs> You're just so easy to be like. Oh, cut him off. I'm gonna put you in the shoes. Okay, ready? Think of a guy that you that you like, or you know maybe you've liked before, right? And yeah, you've had a couple good chats. They text you a lot. They do this. What if they just cut it cold turkey for three days? And then they text you again, like, so sorry, like, I've been super busy. But, like, blah, blah, blah. You're going to feel, uh, like, your emotions are going to go up and down. And, yes, you, For can sure. be, like, you can be like, oh, like, no, I'm super straight up with it. Like, I just know that, like, I'd cut him off after a month if he kept no, no, doing no. it. No, that's but, fine. no, it's going to put you into a downward spiral. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing? I want to know what's their reasoning. Sure. And what's as their, much as you try reasoning? to get a reasoning out of it, I can guarantee you, you probably will never get an answer out of most guys. Well, then, depending on if your intention with that guy is to actually, like, possibly be with them. sure i think they're immature and they're not ready so i don't think you should be wasting your time why is it why why do you have to wait why do you have to wait for the guy i don't know that that thing bothers me like why are you like why does he have the upper hand why does he make let's just say this like when he wants to talk to you he can what about you what about your feelings what about when you want to talk to him you know like why is he calling all the shots it's not fair you're only setting yourself up for disaster it's hard to get out of it i'm not saying like don't text him or call him but you know, I think you have to come to the point where you're like, wait, is this like even like benefiting me at all? Like, I will say this. If you're struggling with this, I have a little piece of advice that I can give. I started reading a book recently and it's called Why Men Love Witches. I'll say that instead, but you know which other word I'm referring to. And it's basically a book on how to become that powerful woman. Wait, we're both reading such different books. I know. I'm reading a book called Outliers and it's basically just like prioritizing yourself and like your success. But you'd be surprised. That's what the, my book is like a lot about. Yeah. Um listen the book the book people could be like oh like i read that that in and out and whatever but i think something that that book teaches you a lot is the power that we hold we don't need anyone to hold something over us the power us. of our happiness in their hands. I think that should fully be the power that you hold within your own hands. Mm -hmm. And that's super, that's something that this book really does teach you. It's like, yeah, you can look at it and be like, oh, it's a relationship book. Like, yeah, sure. It'll give you a lot of tips on how to outlook certain situations and kind of get that power. Um, And I'm not saying like, oh, like whatever, get the power of like being, you know, the one that holds everything in the relationship. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, I think the book is really a great way to teach you certain things about, um, how to view situations and how to kind of Approach. How to approach things and how to just gain the power. Like, yeah. you will learn how to gain power in it. Yeah. Um, so if, you, if you're kind of struggling in any term, in any type of, like, relationship sen- sense, I think read that book. It's super interesting. Um, You should read it. Uh. Okay. Maybe I should. Ooh, how to deal with social anxiety. Oh. Um. I can't speak on that one much because I deal with that sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's very normal to deal with social anxiety, like... It's weird. Like, I could be sometimes the most uncomfortable like, and whatever, speak to anyone. But then there's times that I go to a restaurant and I can't even ask for, like, a, a little thing of ketchup. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why if most it's like a... Most people are like that. Yeah, I and I don't know. I don't have an explanation for that. All I'm going to say is that dealing with social anxiety is... my. This is the outlook I tried to have everyone is really only focused on themselves like no one's looking at you like for me like a big thing was overcoming going to the gym because i feel like everyone was staring at me they're thinking i'm doing this wrong they're going to come up to me and tell me that i'm benching wrong but i don't know i'm just using benching as an example i don't know why i said that but at the end of the day everyone is having the same exact thoughts yeah. wherever you are everyone's like am i doing this right blah blah, blah. and they're socially thinking about themselves and how everyone's viewing them but really no one's really even looking at you no one is. Everyone's thinking about themselves at the end of the day and how, how they think everyone's viewing them. So at the yeah. end of the day, no one's really viewing each other. It's about, like, a personal thing. Yeah. So I think once you start to realize, like, everyone is really in it for themselves, I think that should make you a little more comfortable socially. Um, and obviously, like, for me, like, we, I think we both struggled sometimes with, like, going without each other because we're both so comfortable. Like, you're my comfort person. I'm yours. Yeah. So going without each other, I think we both experience social anxiety a little more. Um But I think that is also a great thing of just getting out of your your comfort zone and breaking out of your shell and doing things that aren't, you know, comfortable with you. I think that it's important to, yeah, like put your best foot forward and be that confident person and kind of like stick stick out in those situations and like go through it. But I also think that if there are times where you truly just don't want to be somewhere and you don't feel like you are comfortable and you don't feel like you have the energy to waste in a way, remove yourself from the situation. You know what? I'm so glad that I have a very good group of people in my life. Um, my very, very close friends. Like they don't take it personal and they don't, and they know exactly how I am as a person. Cause you know what? I've learned that I can't be, I can't beat around the bush. Like I'm not going to be fake. I'm not going to force a conversation. Like if you know that I don't want to talk and there's moments where I really do want to be alone. My, my close true friends know that and they respect that. And I think that even going out in public settings, like they'd want to go out somewhere and I'd be like, honestly, I'm going to stay in they respect it and I'm like that's all you need is like you don't want people pushing you to go somewhere want where you, you don't, don't want to be yeah because then guess what you're going to be the one in there that's just waiting to leave and being anxious and everyone's gonna be like have fun have fun and you're like there's a reason I didn't want to come in the first place yeah you know what I mean like sacrifice your friend being annoyed for a for not going out with her like stay exactly in. it's just the truth you I know, agree. know what I mean? okay how would you go about starting a successful social media career like yours Ooh. I think we both have the same answer consistency, consistency. <laughs> I think that was the best piece of advice I've ever gotten from anyone when it comes to social media, because I asked us to. Um, we well, met- I'm gonna cut you off. I think that goes for anyone's gold life is as long as I agree. you're consistent. Like I there's agree. a better chance of you achieving that. You know, and you mean? know who even said that, and I saw a TikTok on it. Gary V. He talked about yeah, it because this girl's that. like I'm making a whole bunch of videos, blah blah blah, and he goes, "Consistency. Keep being consistent. It will pay off." Us took a couple years. Some people happens overnight. So everyone really has their own story. But I think that if you're consistent in anything, you will get. You'll achieve your goal. Yeah, In anything, as long as you're consistent. Let's say, like, whatever, you're making videos. Even the most impossible impossible goals that you have, I feel like if you're actually consistent and working towards that. I agree. That it's 100%. Yeah, I feel like like it's 100% guaranteed. I don't think it's 99. I think it's 100. Yeah, I agree. Personally, I don't know why. That's how I think. But, like, even someone saying, like, oh, but, like, I'm posting, like, whatever, like, one YouTube video a month, and, like, I skip a month. Clearly, you're doing something wrong. I say, maybe try twice a month. I think the more consistent, the better three times once a week, twice a week. You know, you never want to drain yourself to the point where it's not feeling fun anymore. I also say this. I think a really big part of consistency is like the reason that we have the way we think is a lot about mindset. Um, I think that we are so blessed to be very strong minded in that sense. And Mm -hmm. I I literally think about it a lot. I'm like, I don't know how I was raised to think like this, but I am so glad that I, I my brain is just wired like that to. To think the way it does, to have the mindset of of when it comes to, like, the working sense. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people don't have that. And I'm like, and I'm not saying that's not something you can change. Like, you can, just you can change 100% it. change the way that you think about something if you just train your mind to believe it. That's why a lot Which of is people. is very, it's a lot, it, honestly, it sounds like a crazy thing, but yeah. it's, like, a lot easier, like. Said than done, sure, but I also think that it's something that's so possible for every person, yeah. And, and it's that's just why sad I, to see when people like, I don't want to say fail at life, but like they don't achieve their goals because I'm just like, if you just thought differently, maybe, yeah, you would have had a better chance of achieving them. Not maybe not saying you did, but you would have had a better chance of, of, we're not saying anything's that. easier You're definitely gonna no, face no, not at struggles, all. and depending on if you get through those struggles or you give up, has 100% everything. If you choose to, like, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing, it's gonna be a little harder. You'll get past that, but then you're gonna to run to another obstacle. Are you gonna keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing? Or are you gonna be like, that's, that's it? That's the give real up. test. That's the real test right there. And I think that's when it starts to pay off. Um, I don't Definitely. do this, but I know a lot of people that do that helps. If you need help changing that mindset, I think I know a lot of people that say meditating helps, journaling helps, reading helps. You know, I think a lot of that stuff a lot of people talk about that helps with, you know, Your having mind. a good t- mindset. We both have never really done that. I think we both just had really good, um, I don't know I guess we're, we just communicate together a lot and like expressed like the power of the mind we talked about it Since we were like literally 15, like what, these two 15 year olds are talking about the power of the mind, you know, how like our other friends are like going to the movies with their friends. we were just strange kids, honestly. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) no, it's definitely something that I think is a conversation that people have when they're older, but luckily we had it at a super young age and that's kind of why I think that we're really successful in a lot of ways for, uh, for what we've done. Cause you know, we thought that way for a really long time. And so yeah, biggest thing, consistency and obviously when those obstacles appear don't give up. I have a question because we talked about this the other day. Do you think any of it has to do with luck? Because you say no. I say no, but obviously there are situations that I think 100... Yeah, I would say, yes, luck can play in, but I think at the end of the day, you call the shots. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people do get lucky. It's right place, right time, right people, like, you know? But it's also what you do with it. it's also what you do with Cause that. Because honestly, so, someone could have yeah. luck about something and it falls right apart because they don't know how to handle that. Exactly. I mean? so. Um. Yeah, oh, I can well. talk. We we could talk about that all day, too. You know, like the whole power of the mind. It's something that we talk about a lot. We talked about the podcast. A lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just so important to both of us. Yes. Um, OK, another question. Should this be the last one? Yeah. We can make okay, this we'll the last one. How can I marry you? Wow, so many proposals, guys. <laughs> the proposals. Um, uh, what's the best way to tell a girl that, to tell a friend that you like her? I think, I think you tell her, I think, I think you tell her, <laughs> I think that's the easiest approach, I don't care what anyone says, if you're honest with yourself, and the way that you feel, that's only gonna, that's only gonna allow Bat for you, yeah, you're either her. gonna grow, or you're gonna, you're gonna get that girl, I agree, I don't know, I feel like that's just a really simple question, but I thought, you know, we think a lot of people are, about things. A lot we, people are scared, but a like, lot of people think things w- about, about things way too much, um, in that sense, when it comes to, I like, think it's America, though, Cause like I've noticed in Europe, <gasps> yeah. you've noticed this in Europe where like even when I'm watching, for example, like a K drama, like, I don't know why I feel like it's just the U S but when I go to these other countries, I see how straightforward people are. If you like a girl, you're like, Hey, like I just want to let you know, like, I think you're gorgeous. Like I, or like whatever they're very straightforward or like, let's say you're getting to know someone like after a couple of days, you're like, honestly, I want to let you know, like I have feelings for you. Like, I don't know how you want to take that, but I want you to know, like I'm, I want something. Yeah. I think that is so mature. I think that playing like that, like, Ooh, like I don't know. It's fun and all. But when it gets to a point where you're kind of like over it and be like, "Well, I really want to tell him." I think there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah. So I think I that wonder either what the is reason is grow, wh- but why we don't. Because I noticed that too. It's it's all these other countries think like that, but why don't we?
1: Obviously I think I think exceptions. we kind of just like
0: allowed allowed it to go for so long that now everyone here thinks it's like that normal. it's like a whole game. Like it's a normal, it's a game. Everyone loves the game. Yeah. I think it's nothing wrong with it in the beginning, but when it comes to the point where you're kind of like, I'm really feeling this person, I don't want to like get hurt because I don't know what their intentions are. I think you should be 100% straightforward and honest. And like you said, you'll either grow from it or you'll be with them. Yeah. So I think that was – that's a good question. Very, very good question. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked giving you guys advice about some things. Um, it's, like, funny because when we have our own problems, we only go to each other about those issues. But you guys can come to us with yours, and we will just tell you, you know, how we see them.
1: Obviously, yeah, I like sometimes with you guys, too.
0: Sometimes people can disagree with what we say. Oh, yeah. But that's just our opinion. Um. And I hope you guys can take it as it is. Don't take it too personal. Yeah. And Sorry if we were yeah. being harsh at all. I know. I feel like I was a little bit. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode, just remember that we do have a new episode coming out every single week. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you can also listen to our podcast if you um, don't have time to watch it. And you can watch it, uh, listen to it on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify and uh, yeah vice versa if you're listening to it you can watch it on youtube um i think that's it and we love you guys guys. and we'll see you guys in our next episode